Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens, New Amsterdam Radio is now, it's Flobo Boys, hanging out trying to uh, get some things done on my own creative projects uh, schedule, schedule, if you will. If you want to see me or hear me struggle, you can on my show, What's Up Flobo, available on YouTube. But I have this book club. I'm trying to get some pages in because my next episode's due and I'm falling behind. I'm falling behind, man. <laughs> what are you working on? Hopefully it's better than, better than my situation. Uh, let me know by following the show at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at New underscore Amsterdam on Twitter. But today's episode is not about my book club, although I'm sure if I did an episode about that, no one would listen to it. Uh, this is about sitting down with creatives, those who are doing the dang thing. My guest today, Emma Monzon, was kind of a get. I was uh, hemming and hawing about how to best broach the subject about being able to have her on the show, but she's been gracious enough to spend some of her time and I get to learn more about her process and her approach to not only creative projects, but navigating in the last 12 months. So I'm hoping you guys enjoy. Just, I have to say, thank you so much for checking out this episode and all the other episodes. And if you want to unlock bonus content, make sure you do by becoming a member of the Boisterous crew at patreon.com slash voice. But enough of me shilling. It's my, now time for my talk with Emma Monzon. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creators. Of course, it's I, Football Voice, the mayor in the mayor's office, hanging out after hours. But I am not alone. I have a very important special guest. I told her before we went live, this is a special get for me. You see, in a world where compassion and kindness are harder to come by than Bitcoin, my guest on this episode is someone that has that in space. He's worked in production, she's a makeup artist, a cat and dog parent, and has the wisdom of Solomon. Please welcome Emerald Emer <laughs> Amazon. How's it going, Emerald? Hi, hi, Flobo. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Good for it, Monday night. <laughs> yeah, it's a Monday night chat. You know, it, it's, I've known you, I've known you for years, literally but this is the first yeah. time i actually had a sit down chat one-on-one -on -one. i'm excited yeah same here <laughs> yeah. love the so, podcast i i know this is around uh, this is a podcast for creatives and you're super creative so i i will totally look forward to picking your brain um yeah. top down though this is this is the first quarter of 2021 uh we survived 2020 we thought uh creator was gonna come and blow us all up but like what does that mean for you i mean how does how did the last 12 months affect you as someone that was working on your many crafts uh I mean, for me, it was a little bit of a, a blessing to to be forced to stay home and explore, you know, other creative sides to mm -hmm. to what I do. Like, I'm really into um, handiwork. Like, I you know, I have my my uh, day job. You know, I do I work in post production and I I uh, do hair and makeup uh, on the weekends for weddings. And I, I just love working with my hands. So I've been I've been really into exploring like. It, like interior design or DIY. DIY was a big thing during this <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people have been into just like doing their own, you know, arts and crafts or home improvements. And that's that's another thing that I've been really into. Like if I if I had the strength and the time, I would do everything <laughs> like hands on, yeah. creative. 
what, yeah. What's going on so far? What, what kind of products have you worked on at home? Uh, I started small. We have a we have a one small bathroom, like a guest bathroom, and I I fixed that up. I changed. Uh, they call it a band aid re renovation, where you can do projects at a budget, where you just basically paint over the ugly parts you don't like. So I painted over. I like literally gloss painted our bathroom sink yeah. in the bathroom. It's probably not, you know, uh, what do you call it? A, a long-term solution, but right. it's pretty. I like my new bathroom. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, and I just finished painting our uh, kitchen cabinets. We had that standard uh, particle board, you know, the, the standard uh, quick kitchen cabinets that people, you know, put into apartments and stuff. Yeah. So I just painted it with chalk paint just to make it a more aesthetically pleasing for me to look at yeah. while I'm in there. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's the thing. I, I know that there's this whole feeling from other creatives when they're not locked in their house, but essentially locked out, right? Yeah. Where you look at your space and go, this has to change. Uh, was that a, a particular yeah. moment for you over the past year or was it kind of like a, a natural progression? Uh, it's ever since we moved to our place, it's always kind of bothered me and I always wanted to like update and fix things, but it really just because, you know, in those first three months of the lockdown, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get some inspiration and really dive in and just yeah. do it. You know, like one of my favorite Instagram uh, DIYers, her, her big quote is stop pinning and start doing. Deep. So I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop, like just pinning ideas. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Are you an avid Pinterest user? I'm just curious. Not as much. I, I used to be, but yeah. I actually use it more for, um, looking at hair and makeup ideas from clients or even my own like quick research on what's what's kind of trending with with hair and makeup but I don't I don't pin as much I just kind of look at it quickly kind of like Google images yeah it, it's one of those things uh I, I have a Pinterest I'm not an active oh, user uh, yeah I'm not a super I mean like I have a little it's like a little small like comic books or, or shoes or whatever but uh, yeah. uh one of the cool things that I, I I wanted to do like you know the the I guess stereotypical thing a guy wants to have is his own bar, right? So there was a time <laughs> where I was gonna have my own bar and grill and try to figure out recipes and pin into my board there and uh, oh, nice. never got so into it. So I, when I see like Pinterest users, I'm always like, how does it work? <laughs> you know, like what's the next level? Right. Kind of a thing. I feel like there's a deeper level to it, but like, yeah, it's just <laughs> kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything that you picked up over the past year as far as uh, the creative side of things? Other things I've picked up yeah, besides like, uh, like DIY. I, stuff. I mean, but but like DIY, or if you had to like um, juggle the the new day job, work from home with your sanity or spending time with significant other, because you're a part of a too creative household, that must be kind of crazy, right there too. Oh yeah, yeah. We um we just like naturally found our our balance like working in, you know, in similar spaces, like our, yeah. my home office is actually also our like mini gym. Mm -hmm. So we kind of have to coordinate our schedules. So oh, yeah. he, he works out more than I, Jack works out way more than I do. So yeah, he, yeah. he needs gym time more. So I'm like, no, I have meetings at this time. And, but it's, it's worked out. It's just kind of a natural progression of like, yeah, finding the balance of working, working from home and trying to separate work from personal because you know like, with being in one place in one building most of the time it's kind of sometimes it's hard to separate and kind of mentally sign off 
yeah. off of work. So I, I kind of like, not kind of like, I really like and appreciate that we have a separate room so I can mentally be present for work. And then when I'm done, like, no, oh, I'm done closing the door, leaving work on my commute, walk yeah. down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. And we're done. <laughs> so, so walk me. Through, I know you do a bunch of things, but it, I guess if you can rank them, like when the people ask you, "What do you do?" What usually comes first when you list the things that you're involved with currently? What is the mix? The if I were to if I were to list it, the main thing I would say is I am mostly a photo editor, mm -hmm. and if I combine it, I'd say I'm a photo editor and a makeup artist, and a lot of times they go hand in hand because I can. I can really assess color and, and shape, you know, for example, you know, you, you hear that word contouring a lot with, yes. with makeup. So we do a lot of, con not contouring of like bodies or faces as much, but it's contouring light and playing with light and color in photography. So that's, that's a, a, a big joy of mine, but makeup and makeup and hair is also another creative outlet that I really enjoy. I can express, that enjoyment of color and light with people. Yeah. You know, so that's, I'll see that. Yeah. It's top two things I do. Uh, let's yeah. talk about the, the, the photo side. I mean, I mean, yeah. your work has been featured with, with sports brands, nationally syndicated magazines. You worked alongside giant pop artists. Is, has it ever hit you as a creative? Or you're kind of like, oh my goodness. Or is it kind of like, yeah, I know I'm dope. I mean, it's only about <laughs> time. These skills are going to come naturally, bro. Like, well, how's it hit you? Like, another day, another pop artist, whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so I, I've been in the business for about 14 years and honestly it 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 excites me once in a while but it, it I have become a little bit jaded okay. in a way to be honest but it, it's it's always been exciting for like the first probably the first 5 7 years yeah but with like tight deadlines sometimes you don't have time to get too excited or think about uh uh, the, the actual artist or the sub subject that's in the photograph because there's so much detail involved. Sometimes you forget that, oh yeah, I'm working on uh, Katy Perry or whatever. Like, yeah, I'll say the most exciting person I've worked on is Conan O'Brien. He was, oh, I... oh yeah, what was it? No, I'm saying, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm a fan of what he does, you know, I'm more of a fan oh, yeah. guy, but, but Conan has been, been a, a oh, guy really? in the okay. business for like 30 years, you know? Oh yeah, lo love his work, and it was it was so fun doing that. Uh, we we got to be on the set. That's the only time I've ever really got to be on a set of a celebrity shoot um, because they wanted like feedback, live feedback from editors on how they could make something work or make um, the photo look realistic because of what he was doing. Um, he was hanging like he was hanging off a. Uh, a real helicopter and we had to make it look like he's high in the sky but you know they only lifted him up about like five to eight feet to keep him safe <laughs> probably not even eight feet i don't know how far. it was probably high enough where he could get you know jump off <laughs> was that nerve-wracking was like how was that and did you have to be like oh that was trash do it again <laughs> like I, did you have to like get tough love in there or it was more of like uh there's a lot of tough love from all the other production people on there and the photographer and art directors but for us it was more like yeah we're gonna need other shots of his arm like going like this or you know like 
higher, the arm is higher or his head lower. It was, we come in for more of a technical, technical side of it. Gotcha. Are you, I mean, I don't know how photo does work on, on set. Like, do you get to say, Hey man, this is going to give me a headache later on. Or is it kind of like, <laughs> like, you know, how much creative yeah. input do you have beforehand? Uh, we can, depending on the client, we can, we can just speak, like raise up anything as we see it. Like, Hey, we, this is great, but we, um, we need his hair. Like, for example, uh, when, when you're on a helicopter, the hair, you know, the wind is blowing, you know, it's the air's forcing downward. So all his hair was like <laughs> covering his face. Yeah. So we just needed some proper, they call it plates to, so that we can place in the hair in a, in a little more, you know, presentable way for a magazine cover with it perfectly coiffed and blown to the side, you know? Yeah. I, <laughs> so we just directed that. <laughs> that's like, his hair's his brand too. It's like there's certain yeah. celebrities where it's like, you gotta make sure <laughs> that the cough is, uh, is maintained. Yeah, uh, perfectly. Yeah. Were you self-taught or did you go to a, a school? Did you like, did you do a little bit of both? You did like seminars? What was your approach to your craft? Uh, it's mostly from experience and learning from other other uh, editors. Uh, I went to school for graphic design, but I got this job in editing part-time, and I really enjoyed it. And even my uh, uh, manager and owner at the time, he was already 20 years in in the business. He started in like film and editing you know, the photos from the film. And from everyone I've heard that I've learned from or I, I see as a mentor, is that you just learn from experience and time just keep doing it and you, you just keep getting better and discovering new skills and tricks to get you know better and better at the craft yeah yeah that's that's encouraging i know a lot of times for people trying to go to a new pursuit especially a lot of our listeners there's mm -hmm. just like there's original thought of well i have to go to this giant school it's the best in the segment it has to be yeah. the only path but you're saying as long as you're determined you could pretty much find an alternate path to the career you want i believe so totally i have a i have a cousin uh who's an attorney and she said i really i really I really learned everything from being on the job. She told me this when I was 18 and I was starting school and I, you know, I was kind of lost, like, should I do graphic design? It's so competitive, you know, all this, you know, these questions you have, you know, as a teenager jumping into college. And she said, look, if it wasn't for the requirement to, you know, to get um, certified, you know, or, or whatever, to be a lawyer, she said she would have just started working in law and just learning hands-on and, from the experience of doing it. Hmm. Yeah. So there is something to be said, but, but just, you know, put it, rolling up your sleeves and getting, getting dirty, totally. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Just get dirty, mess. Yeah. Get messy, have mentors. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you have a mentor now or a, a, a cabal of mentors? Like what is the, the guide for you? Uh, I have several like, like photographers I look up to and even some of my own colleagues at, at Nike, they're amazing, and they're like some of them are like younger than me, and they're just killing it every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, these kids now these these whippersnappers. These <laughs> out, like, out there achieving stuff. <laughs> <You know? serious. laughs> well, well, for a lot of us on the creative pursuit, there's always a thing about the the deadline life. You know, when when someone comes in, like, I want this done ASAP, and uh, yeah. that can really make or break a lot of people. And and I see a lot of entrepreneurs decide to 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 break off and get a nice stable job. I've seen people break off and start their own businesses because of deadlines. Like, how do you mm -hmm. mitigate that? Because you are working with one of the larger organizations on the planet like how does that affect you as far as your work your production your psyche all that stuff uh it honestly it took a while to adjust to it because i was used to working at such a small company yeah and when i as i was transitioning and working with this bigger team and corporation it is just so like tight and streamlined like you know that, that what's that saying you're only as good as your team mm -hmm. as as good as your team is and it's it's such an amazing group that just works together we're like a little machine that just every part just works seamlessly and great together and it, it doesn't like having all these deadlines sometimes it gets stressful but we're all like supportive and hard working and we just we all get our hands in there and do what we can to get it done. It's not just yeah. about like, oh, this is my job. I'm going to be in this corner. It's all hands on deck when it get when it gets crazy or we have tight deadlines. So it's it's been a great great experience. Awesome. Oh, I couldn't tell if it was like awful or great, but it's great. Okay, <laughs> it's, great. <laughs> it's all hands on deck, and I hate it. No, it makes so much sense. <laughs> it, it, it awesome. There's the challenges too of too many yeah too many cooks sometimes, but right. If you yeah. trust your team, right? Then why not? Yeah. <laughs> So the, one of the reasons why I wanted you uh, on this show, because besides the fact you're amazing, you do all these things, you do it well. I remember uh, uh, due to a mutual friend, uh, a former guest of the show, Jack Farmer, I became a self-employed DJ. And I in the, in the SoCal wedding space where you do makeup as well. And uh, I got involved into one of those like vendor meet and greets. This is like six months in the game as they call it like it's yeah. under me I, I i paid for the fancy business cards because that was that the, the pro tip by my, my dad told me get good business cards yeah and i and i went to this mixer and i was absolutely terrified there were other vendors but it was like oh this this dj company's been around forever these people look a lot more slick they have better ties tie bars and everything and i remember uh the fact that you talked to me because we knew each other beforehand oh, and i remember that and you gave me your card. You're like, look, I, I know who you are. I, I'm going to give you your card anyway. And we exchanged cards. But that gave me the confidence to keep going. So I don't think you understand how much it helped me out that night. And so the oh. fact that you have compassion, we didn't need to. You didn't need to do it. You could be like, oh, what's up, love, I'm getting some hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> the fact that you did that, yeah, peace. I'm here for the I'm food. <laughs> I've, I've always appreciated that. It's always sat with me. And uh, that, that means a lot because I know especially with creative pursuit it's very easy to see how people could be like it's my territory how dare you whatever but you've been rolling through it in the wedding vendor space as a makeup artist so one thank you for that uh and and two explain just describe your experience working in that space here as a makeup artist oh yeah first off i'm so flat i don't even i'm speechless almost that you brought that up i remember <laughs> that night too because i get nervous at those things too and and jack um who is my boyfriend as well has been such a great support and has believed in me a hundred percent and it it's so important to have people that believe in you you know it's 
it does help a lot and it's helped me to have more courage and confidence in approaching people and and you know doing hair and makeup which is which is a scary thing in its of itself too you're you're the first person they see on their big day you know you're kind of there to be their support as you know as they're getting ready and everything's all you know uh lined up and ready to go but um sorry i don't know where i'm going with this <laughs> <laughs> more about your, your experience as a hair makeup experience. artist yeah more of my experience yeah, yeah. um yeah, I mean, like, uh, oh yeah, as I was saying, I was uh, as I was saying, I, I had a lot of the same feelings as you. Like, oh, there's so many, so many artists. You can just look every every other person's a makeup artist at this, you know, at this networking event. And I, uh, what helped me gain more confidence too is everyone has their own style. Everyone, and also there's there's business for everyone, and not everyone's looking for the same two or three type of you know, artists in, in general too, like with anything, you know, photography, DJ, everyone has a, a, a certain thing they're looking for. So um, makeup and hair has been really uh, a thing I've enjoyed like doing for myself, my friends. And once I like kind of fine tuned my style, I had more confidence because it was more, it was more like, here's what I have to offer. I can do, I can do any style that, that you are, looking into or that you show me as a, a reference yeah but like in general like i know this is kind of my set style and over time people started booking me over overseeing my portfolio and a, a consistent style that i was showcasing because i was trying to do everything and it was getting overwhelming and while that's an important you know it's important to have a wide skill set but it's also important to to have like for me for me it was important to have like those key things that you can do for for the clients. Uh, just yeah. for your personal experience, how long were you going into your business for yourself in the hair and makeup space uh, until you realized, oh yeah, I I'm doing this. This is I, the, the 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 training wheels are off. We're down the block. We're look, ma, no hands. Uh, <laughs> how long would it take for you? When I really felt that, like it's yeah, yeah, this is it. I'm doing. I'm I'm really in it, and I'm doing it. I would say. Uh, it took probably a solid three years because I was, I was doing everything. I was doing hair and makeup for uh, photo shoots, weddings. Um, like I did a, a few short web series or like short films that wanted to be uh, shown at film festivals. So I was really just trying to find like the part of hair and makeup I enjoy. And eventually it got to hair and, uh, or hair and makeup for weddings. Cause like it's a party. We're at, we're just we're here for a party, and yeah. <laughs> I just love yeah. that idea. Yeah. What what happens when when someone tells you, oh, we'll just do it ourselves? Does it make you cringe as hard as a DJ does? <laughs> oh, we'll do it ourselves. Well, no, we're fine. Yeah. We'll do our own makeup. <laughs> That's a, I have a funny uh, yeah a little story with that. Um, yeah, which it's understandable. People want to save money, but I had a, a bride once who only booked herself. She had a huge party. And she only booked herself and maybe mom or two moms. And they saw what me and uh, the other artists were doing. And they're like, should we just get it professionally done? Should I do that? They were all like, oh, do our own makeup in here. And, you know, they're kind of with their curling iron looking like, oh, man, I like her updo. Should we just do it? <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> and I was like, hey, thankfully, like, 
there was time because the timelines are pretty tight but yeah. we actually got done a little bit faster than usual and we just like everyone hopped in a chair like okay let's go we're gonna you're in makeup right now yeah yeah so i think once sometimes when people see it they're like yeah it's it kind of, it's it's a different experience when someone's doing it for you kind of like djing it's you're doing it for the experience and obviously the professionalism of what the outcome is going to be yeah. like it's you know anyone can be like yeah play put on their podcast on their you know speaker but it's please the full <laughs> please don't please don't yeah. Yeah. I, I totally understand that though oh we just have someone uh, pick the songs you're like but if music fades out to this track to the x you know hey. come on yeah. play so i can read the room uh, yes, I, I, exactly. I, I had the pleasure of perusing your instagram and uh recent posts had this caption i'm going to read it for you i just want to yeah. see how it works for this context as recently as today mm -hmm. um this is a quote uh, from your Instagram that says it, the, the picture was your first corporate headshot and it says quote but really if I could share some simple life lessons from my short humble life I'd say always be your best self be accountable and stay gracious with all experiences and people uh, what does that quote mean for you today especially in 2021 I think it still strongly applies you have to handle you know there's a lot that's come our way a lot of you know a lot of bad news we've been hearing the last year and the way i the way i feel we should persevere is yeah continue to yeah be humble be gracious through everything anything that comes your way handle it with grace be accountable for you know the things you do um yeah and just a lot of that I, I said that quote, a lot of the reasons, because uh, of the hard work, you know, a lot of us put in, we still have to sit back and remember to, yes, be humble and be gracious, because it can go away any at any moment. It's not, yeah, nothing's permanent. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, this 20, 2021 is kind of a quarter out of the way, three more quarters to go. Did you have any plans, resolutions, goals set up? Or is it kind of like 2020 and ruin that? I'm going to take it a weekend at a time. <laughs> What's your outlook look like? I took 2020 a week at a time for sure. I decided to um, make more goals this year so I can like drive the focus a little more. So I have a few like reading, reading goals, kind of the typical, like I have like 150 page a month reading goal. Um, and I have some finance goals so I can focus on, yeah, different savings and investment, investment things. So I can, so I can continue to be creative. And even if I like, you know, retire at a certain age, I can per keep pursuing my creative interests. So that's why I have, yeah, I set, set up those goals. Uh, and I'm, I'm sorry, it's pretty much we're taking 2021 as a, a travel wash also, or you have uh, travel plans as well? Travel plans? I'm playing that by ear. Travel yeah, would be would be great. I You know, I just kind of let the ideas float around, but I don't want to get too excited about trying to travel. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. Why, why even like put the, the reservation down if we have to postpone everything, right? The postponements, yeah. I mean, eventually, yeah, I'd like to go overseas yeah. and visit the homeland the philippines yeah someday but yeah i'm not sure is it like a business thing or like a leisure thing oh leisure yeah for uh, visiting the philippines yeah i don't know oh yeah 
Yeah. How did you Philippine? Like when I when I Vegas, you know, I, I play. Oh, and I, yeah. How do you Philippine? Uh, so so, uh, what do you do for fun? That's a good question. What do you do for fun between your creative endeavors and pursuits? Oh man! Besides watching Netflix, that and... counts. Okay, Go on. Netflix. Self care. Self care. Self care. Oh, I love self care. <laughs> yeah. um, I try to treat myself once in a while. That that's another thing that twenty twenty has taught me is yeah, practice more self care and that. And that's just not like, you know, it's taking a bath, like a spa, spa day and stuff. It's like even emotional self-care, like it's okay to just do nothing or relax or forgive yourself more for mistakes and stuff. Because that, that's an issue I've always had is like, ah, it's not perfect. It's okay. Not everything has to be perfect. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for other, yeah, other things, um, my create, yeah all the my creative endeavors is my fun i guess like the diy diy home projects that's an ongoing thing so if anyone wants to follow you on social media or just keep up with you and all your creative endeavors how exactly do you do that yeah my instagram is emerald m underscore makeup for my social media and any hair and makeup inspiration it's found right there so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>